Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 123 of the Bad Credit Funky Podcast. And remember, this is the only podcast that truly believes if Superman just sings, the world would be a better place. <laughs> did it actually happen? Oh my, did it? Yeah, I didn't make the any of you Final read that. Crisis. I, I debated it because it's technically a Justice League story, but... Don't you dare. I w- didn't want anyone to die while reading these things. So, we didn't do that. Joining us this evening, as always, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. TV's Casey. Yo. Jace Mack. Just cast me for the fucking Justice League already. <laughs> Jace Mack for Batman. Yes. Thank yes. you. Dave the Bearded Menace for Lobo. Ooh. Ooh. TV's Casey for The Elongated Man. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Marsha Manhunter. The nose knows. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Uh, I would like to play Blue Beetle, please, for the Justice League. Blue Beetle. Yes, thank you. You would want to be Blue uh, Beetle? Blue Beetle. And not... <laughs> and not Booster. Aquaman? The answer may surprise you. <laughs> the answer... <laughs> All right. The answer after this commercial break. Uh, so this week we're doing, again, Comic Book Club. If this is your first time uh, tuning in, every time there's going to be a major comic book movie coming up, we here at the Bad Cutty Funky Podcast dive right in to... Oh, hi, Pippin. Hi. Yeah, thanks. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. My dog. My dog, ladies and gentlemen. My dog. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Hi, doggy. Uh, I'm dog sitting tonight. So if you hear jingling, you hear me say, ow, stop biting me, you hear any of that stuff, you'll know why. Thank you. Um, we, we here at the Back of the Funky Podcast like to make sure you get caught up on all of your Justice League comics uh, with something that's a little more relevant than what you might be recommended at your local comic book shop or from the internet in general. Um, tonight we're going to start with Jason, who, who's, and not Dave. Whoa. Not Dave, who I usually give the old stuff to. I decided huh. to give him the middle of the road stuff. I mean, we don't really have anything yeah. old. That's the there, oldest thing is there, fair. there is part of me. Not, I don't mm. want to like give delve, delve too much into mine, but there's part of me I wish you gave me old stuff because I actually fell asleep reading mine a little bit. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start with Jason, whose comics come from 1997. So Jason, what did you read? I read Justice League of America uh, <laughs> back in the good old days when uh, when Superman had a mullet, apparently. Um, and everybody just oh, had terrible. That. Everybody just had terrible. I think this is after Superman uh, came back to life, right? Am, am mm-hmm. I mistaken, Casey? You're gonna be my my yeah, fact checker shortly, once again. Shortly thereafter. Um, this was. So you can tell because he's got a mullet. Yeah, yeah. When you come back from the dead in any sort of situation, you have to grow a mullet. It's part of the rules. It really um, is. There's no <laughs> good to know for future notice. It. I mean, yeah. I just gotta cut mine into a mullet, and I'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, you won't ever die. Um, so, who is this? Grant Morrison was the yeah. one who wrote it, right? Uh, illustrated by Howard Porter and John Dell, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, you can thank them for their for their fantastic hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, basically, Justice League uh, of America 1997 was it 20 years ago? That's weird. Oh yeah. my That's God, fucking weird, man. right? Yeah. The nineties yeah. was twenty years ago. God damn. The late nineties was twenty years ago. Oh, I feel dirty. Um 
This Jesus. Yeah. Yes. No. Um. So this had. What is it? I forget the name of the clan already again. The Hyper Clan. The Hyper Clan. The Hyper Clan. <laughs> the those little rascals. The Hyper Clan. Bunch of aliens showing up. Uh, I think. At one point, the best way I could actually write this, like, it, like to tell you guys what it is, and I'm stealing the line from Wonder Woman in in this comic, is the uh, the Reader's Digest version. Uh, <laughs> aliens invade the planet and try to take over. Kind of like what happens frequently in Justice League. It seems to be an ongoing theme. And really um, the DC Universe in general. Yeah, yeah. But uh, What type of heroes they have? Like, What else could really stand up to... Like all the hero, I, other than Batman, even in Batman's main case, I think they're all overpowered. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Just but saying. It, it's funny to me this um, this group of villains. I'm going to start with the villains, and I'll tell you who's in it afterward. Uh, who's actually in the Justice League in this iteration? But the group of villains remind me awful a lot like Marvel superheroes, if you will. Like I feel like there's, and I don't wink, know. Wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah. Maybe taking a little bit of uh, an Aquaman, you know trident stab at them but what's happening is um we got we got some guy that looks like the thing it's just evil thing to me and that's what i'm going to refer them as um, (laughs) because i didn't take the time to remember their names uh we also have evil captain america guy with a shield and a mask right the shield's round looks kind of like captain america i'm like all right interesting i see where this is going uh we have a speedster in here who is going to obviously fight against the flash um we have we have a, uh, a guy with equally bad hair. Uh, I think he's the leader of the group. I forget what his name is, though. Let's see if I can find it. Casey, help me out if you know it, bud. Uh, red Skull. Protein- <laughs> oh, Ant-Man. Yep, they fight the Red Skull. Yeah. Magneto. Magneto. That's his name. Let's just call him Magneto. Fuck Let's it. Let's call him Magneto. <laughs> um, I don't know, this, this story kind of reminds me a lot of Justice League Doom, though. The, uh, the animated movie where each one of these v- these villains almost has the perfect plot to neutralize or take out the Justice League, right? Like, he just so happens to have a piece of kryptonite, uh, the main guy who's fighting against Superman. Um, mm. Everybody has kind of seen their match or they're giving him a hard time, right? We have another speedster who's giving the Flash a hard time. Uh, we have somebody to be able to kind of tie up. Uh, Kyle Rainier from... You know the Green Lantern Corps. He's uh, he's in this as well. But anyway, they try to take over. The baddies are kind of screwing everything up. And uh, in I think the third comic, Batman does this typical Batman thing. And he figures everything out. He figures out why these guys are so strong, why they're so well coordinated. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, you guys are. Uh, you guys have you know superhuman strength. You guys are all telepathically uh, communicating somehow. You guys are all on the same page, right?" pulls out a box of matches and I just started giggling when I'm reading this. I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen. He just looks at everybody that's surrounding him like this. They're, they're bad version of black widow and, <laughs> and they're captain America guy. And he goes, Oh God, you guys are Martians and just, just strikes the match. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just see the, you, you, can, you can see them shitting themselves in their face. You know what I mean? They're like, Oh God. And I'm just watching now at this point, and I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens. And just, just go on. Just, you know, just please show me what happens next. Um, 
in a true Batman fashion, he he makes a little joke while he does it too, right? He he spreads the area with gasoline. He makes a ring of fire and he goes, "All right, shall we get started?" And he's just and they all turn into whimpering little babies. Yeah, they're all starting to cower into each <laughs> like, other. No! <laughs> they actually have that in like one of the splash pages too. One guy's just like, "No, I can't, I can't." He's putting his hands up against his face, and I was like, "You know, this is uh, this is really funny because this isn't the first time that Batman's like threatened a Martian." with a box of matches and this time he's actually following through um one of my favorite lines is i have a like i think it's an eighty-five thousand dollar piece of uh, asteroid to take care of the big guy and for and you i only need a 10 cent box of matches exactly that's yeah. the most badass thing i ever heard in any comic and any sort of in any version of anything in real well, life casey and i were debating like when we were picking out the comics and stuff to, to go for that i think we ultimately decided kind of against it um yeah but it's it's just a great if if no one has read New Frontier or has seen the animated movie you fucking have to see it. It's just fantastic. It's a really really well written. Uh, I don't even usually like the Silver Age, uh, but it's just really really well done. Yeah, and and we also covered it the week uh, that we lost Darwin Cook. Yeah, yeah, we too did. good for this world, Darwin Cook. So if you want, you could flip through the archives, check that one out. Yeah. Oh yeah. We uh, I did we read it or did we just watch the movie? I thought we watched it. We watched mm. it. We didn't read it. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, there there are some definitely excellent moments in this. You know, I I definitely appreciate the funnier moments um in the darker of the comics, right? Where uh, Flash is uh talking to Green Lantern and uh we see that Captain America knockoff kind of look up at him. Flash just grabs a shield and then just whips it right into his face too, you know. Like he, like while he, he doesn't like break eye contact with Green Lantern. He's just like, yeah, okay, like hold on one second, you know. And that's like that's the turning point in this comic. Um, I don't know. I I loved it. Um, there are other moments too, you know, like Aquaman coming out of the ocean on a gigantic uh, humpback whale. Wonder Woman being like, you know, <laughs> where the hell have you been? He goes, what? The alarm was going off. I ignored it. Like I. <laughs> I don't care about you people. Yeah, I don't I put care. snooze and I went back to bed. What the fuck you want? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, overall, I enjoyed it. You know, uh, it's hard. It's hard to look at their hair though. It's that that I wish. Uh, I mean, it was. The I wish 90s. that would stay then. You know. Yeah. But um. Yeah. yeah my Justice uh, League, by the way, was did not include Cyborg, which I think that's a proper Justice League. Thank fucking God! I hate that guy. I, I don't hate him necessarily, but hate, he always comes him. at the of the subtraction of like either Aquaman or the Martian but, Manhunter. Like you're but, like they're but booyah. booyah, booyah, yeah. They're <laughs> they're you know they leave Martian Manhunter out for some of this, and you're like, well, he's like he's my favorite. So he's actually Diesel, like really Diesel, like Vin Diesel. Yeah, like he's. I think like I mean. What what all I know is that he can like shapeshift. But what does he actually do? Like Martian Manhunter has Mar Martian Manhunter. I think is likely the strongest of the Justice League. He's got yeah. He's got flight, super strength, super durability, telepathy, telekinesis, his phasing that can go through walls and turn him invisible. Yep, and, and he's got Martian vision, invulnerability to fire. Yeah, well, he's otherwise <laughs> mostly invulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Nine and he has the power of losing your family. So, wah, wah. <laughs> dude. Um, so I hate I hate the Wonder Girl show. If I, I'm Wonder Girl, Supergirl show, I fucking hate it. It's horrible, right? Yeah, I wish it, I wish it was Wonder Girl. Girl show. But 
<laughs> I wish it was Wonder Girl. But um, <laughs> they do these things. And I think I was talking to Casey about it during the stream of Team Up. They put these fantastic Easter eggs in this show consistently. So Martian Manhunter is in Supergirl. He's actually one of the main characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was the, one of the latest episodes, maybe John three Jones. weeks ago now. Um, he goes and gets his father because apparently his, his father is still alive. And what? the voice actor from Justice League did played as his father. It was fucking oh, wow. awesome. Huh. Um, what's his name, Casey? I always forget. Carl Lumley. Carl Lumley. It's just like, I heard the voice and I was like, that sounds familiar. And they always fucking do this. And it's just like, I they get to a point where I hate it so much and they throw something like this in and I'm just like, Oh, we, we could have had actual good live action Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, the guy they have now is okay. He's all right. Yeah, but I um, think his voice is like spot on for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you got to read Jason the the beginning of like, in my opinion, one of the the greatest Justice League eras ever with Grant Morrison because yeah. he just goes right off the deep end. Um, <laughs> he the, he's a, he's a madman. His stories get to a point where Darkseid has taken over the the planet and every, he's used used the anti-life equation to make everyone his own personal zombie and yeah. um like the flash aquaman and green lantern end up possessing their bodies at in this timeline and like the flash is super fat and he can't like use the speed force anymore because it's just he's just too big and because he's eating so much from just depression um <laughs> Green Lantern is it's one of It's been a hard like, running season for the oh, fight. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern was one of like his main like Darkseid's main stooges essentially. So he yeah. just can't use his ring anymore because he doesn't have it. And um Aquaman is actually looks like a zombie Aquaman almost because all of the oceans are just super polluted and nasty. <laughs> so he just looks like Horrible. Toxic Avenger almost. Yeah, like not yeah, not a good bad. look. But it was it's like it's just such good writing. And then there's like this weird time travel aspect aspect. And then um if you ever watch Justice League Unlimited, they borrowed so like the um what's his name? Metron. He shows up and they totally borrowed a lot of how he talks and stuff from hmm. Grant Morrison. Um so yours formulates into something way cooler than just like what seems like a bad destiny offshoot yeah. story. Right? Yeah. It does, yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier. Is like, who yeah. is this? The Fallen that's showing yeah. up here? I don't get it. The Vex, yeah. yeah. But uh, what's also cool? My my other favorite part though is you know the uh, the reveal of Batman. You know when everybody else shows up to uh, to base and everybody's like, hey, like Superman's like, good morning. Everybody's like, kind of getting into it, and Batman's like, I've been here for an hour, <laughs> and he's just yeah. hanging out above everybody else, just looking down at them. And he's awesome. like, well, we didn't think you were gonna come. He's like, Gotham was quiet. <laughs> also in uh in in Grant Morrison's run, there's a really cool like little I think it's a page or two where <laughs> Bruce Wayne takes on Lex Luthor, but from a business aspect. So he like tries oh, hell to yeah. like yeah. So it's just like you don't like you you think of like Lex Luthor versus Bruce Wayne. You think of like Batman and like the Lex in the power suit and them like yeah. doing this crazy fight, right? And they're just like using corporate espion espionage to like take each other down. Hmm. it's great stuff i loved it um that that brings it right into what i read which was actually what's called an elseworlds tale uh so for those of you unfamiliar elseworlds is kind of like an alternate reality we get to see a story from the multiverse kind of oh, dc up. equivalent to what if yeah exactly for you marvel guys exactly out there. 
so I read a world where the Kents had a nail in their tire the day that Clark was supposed to shoot down. So they never got Clark because they were like, well, we got a flat tire and the backups, we didn't replace the backup. I got nowhere else to be today. And in the background, you see like the fucking spaceship crash down. Oh, that sounds dope. So <laughs> Superman never happens, right? Uh, so we, we flash forward and things are mostly the same. You have Barry Allen as the Flash, Hal Jordan as um, Green Lantern. You have Wonder Woman. You you have a sem- the Atom. You have a semblance of the Justice League. Uh, what you also see is Lex Luthor is the mayor of Metropolis. Uh, we also have this really anti-vigilante sentiment going on. Perry White is um, is he like a he's like a Sean he's like a Sean Hannity. He's like a Sean Han- yeah he's like, <laughs> a, like this crazy like anti superhero just. TV personality. Um, okay. Cuck. Jimmy Olsen, you see... Yeah, he's a shithead. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, you see, is kind of a pseudo-celebrity, having been Elastic Lad, Turtle Boy, all these different things. He's been a superhero, and now he's... Sidekick to the stars. Yeah, and now he's on the other side of the fence where he's like, yeah, superheroes have got to go. Um you see all this kind of this world kind of unravel Batman still a thing. And it looked like it was Jason Todd as his Robin. I it didn't say definitively, but it was definitely a Jason Todd costume. And essentially shit just starts going down where this weird tech technology just shows up. The earth is encapsulated in a force field and no one can come in or go out. Um, you see, the Joker gets these crazy power gauntlets that allow him to freeze things in midair and he, and he completely takes over Arkham. He takes over Arkham and crushes Robin and Batgirl in front of Batman, which breaks him completely. Oh. He breaks the bat. He literally breaks the bat. Um, you have, like, Hal Jordan's trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, everyone else is really worried kind of about, and Hal Jordan too, to agree about what they're going to look like with fighting. And there's this whole giant scheme of making all of the superheroes just look horrible. Um and the, so the public They're also getting kidnapped by the government. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the public is just against everything superhero. The public is turning against the superheroes. Um, and it really ultimately turns into you. They lead you to believe that like Lex Luthor is behind it. And you find out that Lex is actually just a pawn of it. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's just this weird new technology from a planet called Krypton that no one has ever heard of. (laughs) I see your face. It's not going there. Don't worry. Um, It turns out that Lex did find the spaceship with nothing in it when um, it crash landed in Smallville. So he took it. He started like trying to make these clones. There's these like superhero replacement drones that have been used. And when they, they are fighting on Batman. Everyone's fighting him. They rip off the mask and it's bizarro. And there's just like this whole bunch of bizarro. So they've been cloning all these like supermen to like be their new task force essentially. And the big reveal is Jimmy Olsen is behind the whole fucking thing. He's the mastermind. Well, he's the mastermind. Really? Yep. yep. Oh um, my so God. Shit, Jimmy. So the whole thing was they've been trying to splice Kryptonian DNA with people this whole time. And it's just been failing. Uh, it it has held with Jimmy because his DNA has been spliced one too many times that his body's like, fuck it, what's another one? <laughs> yeah. Um 
which is reveals to not be entirely true towards the end. So everyone's kind of fighting. Everyone figures it out. Catwoman kind of turns sides and ends up being the new Batwoman uh, after yep, a quite in, loving embrace. In the, in the classic Kathy Kane yellow and red yep, outfit. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a really cool story, and it ends with Batman fighting Jimmy in Smallville. And Jimmy is wearing full-on Kryptonian regalia, like his father did with like the weird frills and the black bodysuit and all that, right? Um, and they land in the middle of Amish country, where a guy steps up and goes, I have to stop this. And someone goes, no, don't do it. And he's got the dark beard, oh. and everything's covered. And um, Jimmy's just like, you foolish man, I am I am all of Krypton. Because like he's just crazy at this point. He thinks he is Kryptonian, and he's the one to bring back Krypton. Unleashes this crazy fire blast, and it, it burns off his shirt, hat, and beard, and it's fucking Superman. It's Clark Kent. Raised by the whoa, Amish. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would it burn off his beard? I don't know. It's comic book logic. So you, well, so how you, do you think Superman shaves? So you can tell it's Superman. <laughs> That's how it happens. I don't know. That's what I thought too. Don't know. It's it's it was made in ninety seven. Don't ask me. Um, it was the sorry, 90s. 98, 98, 98. Sorry, ninety eight. It was the nineties. A lot of things 90s. happened back then that we can't explain. So then you have Jimmy fighting Superman proper, right? And oh, you forgot to mention that he incinerates his parents. Oh right yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> That's also how he gets so, into so Clark is. And- Clark is always, yeah, Clark is, is already about to jump in, right? And then he literally incinerates Clark's new adoptive parents. <laughs> and that's where he's just like, fuck it. And he just goes crazy. And they start having this Dragon Ball Z type fight where there's like lightning from like the heavens crashing down and all this shit's going on. And it literally um, uses up all of Jimmy's power to the point where he starts dissolving like all of those failed experiments did. So he just becomes oh, ash and just blows away with the wind. Yeah. Yep. Um, ends with Clark kind of accepting his destiny and becoming Superman and the Justice League proper forms. The end. Hmm. Damn, that's Until really cool. Another nail, the sequel miniseries. Oh, but I, 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 so I really like this. This was really cool because you got to see kind of what a world without Superman is. And the Justice League movie doesn't have Superman, at least at first, that we know of. Right. Right. So it's kind of cool to see right. what would happen in a world where Superman didn't exist. And there's a couple of different variations of that. But this one I thought was very interesting because it all stems from a fat, a fat, a flat fucking tire. <laughs> it, but it makes the most sense, though. Yeah. Like, it's like anything. I mean, anything could happen that day where, like, they could not have picked up Clark. Right. Right. You know, so that's it's it's really uh, that's cool. And like, damn it, I wish I read that when I when I was reading it, too. I had Dave's reaction where I was just like, oh, shit, Kryptonian is Superman behind this whole thing. Like, is he just was he like found by Lex and gone evil or did he have to fend for himself and went evil and hates everyone that didn't help him? And then it just turns out, nope, the Amish found him. They mess <laughs> with you a little bit with that, too, because it's like they, they make you think. Yeah. Like they, you think Starro might be behind yeah, it? Yeah, really I forgot just a, about a that. A mutated version of crypto. Yeah, so like you see, like this the in the shadows, you see Starro, and if you're you ever read like the first ever real appearance of Justice League, you know they really fight Starro. So it's a nice little callback to that, and you're just kind of watching, you're reading it, and you're like, oh man, is that Starro? And then it turns out it's just some weird fucking version of crypto that's like spliced with something else. <laughs> it, it's it's bizarre, but it was it was a good read. Uh, um, I had not read that in its entirety before. So I was I was happy I got to do that. I think I only it's, ever read the first issue of that. It's absolutely one of my all time favorites. Yeah, really, I'm checking out the artwork too, by the way, and it looks a lot more 
like proper to the yeah to that's the that's alan davis man that guy is that awesome he fires on all cylinders yeah, yeah man but that brings us over to Dave. Uh, two years after mine, Dave, what did you read? So I read just it was basically took place in two thousands, written by uh, Mark Wade. Yeah, Justice League Tower of Babel. Um, oh, I love Tower. I Tower of Babel. So good. Yeah, this was what was this the first one that we picked? This was one of the first ones. This is what Jason was referring to as just Justice League Doom. Yeah. yeah. So mine lit like okay. So in mine. Starts off with uh, Ra's al Ghul, or Ra's al Ghul, basically. Or Raish, or um, however you say his name. Raish. I'm just saying Raish. That's how it's said in the cartoon, so there you go. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah. So, I'll say it. Raish al Ghul. So, basically, Raish al Ghul has started this new plot. It started off with like one of his henchmen like being questioned because his henchmen fed a piece of chocolate to a tiger, one last of its kind, and kills it, you know? So Raish is like, you know, its mate will now have another. She is now the last of, the, of its kind. So Raish goes kind of nuts. He devises a plant, another plant to basically weed out the herd of the humans. But first he has to take care of, uh, of other people. But first he has to take care of the Justice League. Um, so what he does is he found systematically all their weaknesses very simply and used them against them. First up was Batman. Batman's biggest weakness, and it's uh, and you, I never thought of it until I actually read the comic, is his parents like mm. it's his biggest weakness so what he does is he exhumes their bodies and takes the bodies basically um bruce wayne finds this out when he's going to visit the grave sees the bodies gone he just goes ape shit um flash forward and like freaking bruce is like on a helicopter flying to the himalayas to rap to rachel ghoul's hideout like already knowing like what's going on who has this doing whatever you know superman calls him he's like super he goes batman I need your help and he goes can this wait this is busy take care of yourself hangs up um, so what happens is, thanks Batman. <laughs> yeah, pretty too. much like literally, I think the line goes, um, is this something you can handle without me? And Bre- and Superman goes, I believe so. Yes. And Batman goes and leave me alone and just hangs up basically. And then Superman goes, um, Batman, uh, when you have a moment, I'd like to talk, talk, give you some feedback regarding your teamwork skills. Um, yeah. Ah, what you did there, Greg. I, I see it. Yeah. Just good corporate culture. Ah, that's good. That I approve. No. I was good. Anyway, super good. Um, so basically, what Raz uh, um, basic or Raish basically devises is he wants to take all the Justice League weaknesses, use it against them. So one being Batman, Batman will find his parents' bodies. No matter where you drag him, he will go looking for those bodies, which was like the biggest ploy. And then the first after that is Martian Manhunter, and basically he threw like these nanites on him, where basically makes his like skin burst into flames as he re- as soon as he goes into air. He um, becomes the human torch. <laughs> literally, yeah. But he can't control oh, it. He's just shit. on fire the entire time. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, he basically shoots like this little VR nanite into her skull. So she passes out, but in her head, she's fighting her arch nemesis. The only way to defeat Wonder Woman, you can't defeat her physically. So she has to defeat herself. So in her head, she'll be fighting until her heart gives out. And, the, and, and this is like fight. a Vegeta Goku situation where no matter how good Wonder Woman gets, this simulation is just a bit better not a lot yeah a little bit better and that makes her want to fight even more it's this whole reoccurring fucking thing it's fantastic yeah so it was kind of cool but they don't they don't like her body doesn't react she just like passed out like on the ground but it's like the matrix she's in this vr world and her body's reacting to what her mind is seeing in her head um for the flash he got shot with his weird like bullet in like the base of his skull and what the bullet does it makes him have a seizure at the speed of light that's so Um, fucked up 
So he's like on the ground, just like seizuring out like in super speed and he just can't stop. He's having like a million seizures a second, you know? Um, And it was Wally West, right? On yours? uh, Yes, I believe so. I don't think actually, I don't know if it's had the name. I don't remember the same name. Okay. Um, It is. It's Wally West. I mean, at this point, Barry would have been dead for years. Yeah. Yeah. I forget when he came Uh, back. Let's see. Oh, for Aquaman, his was genius. Like they threw like fear toxin on Aquaman. So now he is afraid of water. The one thing that will keep him alive on land, he fears with everything. He can't even get into so it. So good. Can't drink it. Like all, like that's the thing I liked about this comic. Like the the writing was kind of, um, I don't know. The writing, like it did, put me to sleep for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. But like the underlining story was like cool. Like it's simple weaknesses that these characters have, that that race completely goes over. Like fear toxin on, make him fear the one thing he needs. That's genius. Fucking genius. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. fan fucking tastic. Um, Rubber Man, which I kind of like giggle at each and every single time. He plastic froze man. him and broke it's plastic, plastic man. It's not Rubber Man. It's Plastic Man. I kept on calling him Rubber Man because you know, it makes you laugh every fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave, you lovable goof. <laughs> he fr- he freezes him and breaks him into a million pieces like the T-1000. Yeah. Um, who am I missing? Oh, yeah. Green Lantern. Kyle Rayner. Um, Kyle Rayner is blind. But now, how does he blind him? This is the best part. So, basically, the power of Green Lantern obviously comes from the ring. Yep. If Kyle can't see what he's making, he really can't do shit with his ring. <laughs> which, the power of the- I'm going to pause you for a minute right there, which is interesting because in my book, um, Count Vertigo really fucks with Hal Jordan's vision and stuff like that. And Hal goes... And he immediately turns He immediately around. says, I don't need to see. All I need to do is close my eyes and visualize myself punching you and my ring makes it so. So it's interesting that Mark Wade, who wrote yours, kind of like... Hmm. Well, I think it makes sense because like, I think like Hal is a bit more of a... Um, more ballsy. You know what I mean? From what I remember yeah. from like Justice League's cartoons, he was, a, he was a fucking pilot. Like, no loose situation. Like, he was like a guy that would win no matter what. So you'd always turn a good thing around. Kyle Rayner, from what they, if, if I remember what they said in my comic, he's a graphic artist. He needs to see yep. what he's doing. Yep. If he doesn't have his vision, he is fucked. Yep. Hmm. Um, but the way they did it was genius. Well, now he takes off his ring every time he goes to bed because he's afraid that while he's dreaming or having a nightmare, he could set off something in his ring. So while he was sleeping, these bastards put the ring on him and basically said, "You're blind," and the power of the ring made him blind. Use his subconscious to make himself blind with the ring. Wow. Yep. It's fucked up. It's genius. So yeah, it was fucking baller. So my justice. It also include- leads to a moment where it's like, no, Kyle, the power was within you all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And Superman, I, for at least in this, they had red kryptonite. Um, now, it, in this. It's not true red kryptonite, though. Right. Yeah. It just became red after, like, it was completely affected. Right. And what it does was it didn't kill Superman. Yeah. It just made him really sick and made his skin transparent. Mm, so it does more than that. Well, yeah, like what no, like, well, so what did it actually do? What like, it actually does, and this is like one of the few ones that I actually remember from uh Justice League comics. It's a new form of kryptonite that I believe Bruce kind of developed where it kills him from the outside in. So his skin starts to melt away. And then his uh, like his top layer, then his whatever layers you have after skin, and then muscle, and then bone, and then nothing is what it's slow. It's, fucking, it's and horrible. Painful hmm. is what's going on with it. Um, it never gets to that point in that comic, 
where he like, dies, but it's supposed to be. It's a really it like kind of makes you wonder how much does Bruce really hate Clark? Because that's a special well, kind of fucked up that you have to develop that. Well, yeah. no, that's and that's what I was getting to. Like what like where this is like was kind of genius. Yeah. Like where Ray's got all this stuff was from Batman himself. Right. Batman devised found the weaknesses of all the fellow members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. For just in case, I'm guessing in his mind, just in case decided to go rogue, yep. how to defeat him, or if like an now, alien could, parasite possessed them, because like Starro is still a thing, like right. And, and in the event any of this goes down, he's prepared. Right yep. now, I can see why he would use the red kryptonite in this case, because like green kryptonite would essentially kill Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, red kryptonite, he can still weaken him, get rid of whatever parasites inside him, get rid of whatever demons infecting him, you know. And still keep him alive. Like, because once the Crabby Knight leaves, he kind of heals up again, pretty much. Um, from what I can gather from what the comic I read. Um, yeah. Or, being a detective he is, throw the Red Kryptonite on him, now he can interrogate him because he's weakened. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so basically, uh, Raish, he figured out all the weaknesses of the, of the Justice League to pull off, like, one of his good plots. And the plot was, first... He was going to have it where no one can read a written language. So you would read something you've read a billion times, but it would say something else completely different. But not even in a language. It would just be letters or symbols, something you could not read, um, which caused horrible things. Because, you know, that means like paramedics can't read street signs or something that says do not enter, you won't see. It would start some shit. That was phase one. Phase two, which gained a lot of power, was now he would send out another subsonic frequency, which... Now people can no longer understand each other. So now it goes from like you can't read anything so you can't understand anyone. So now no, basically Tower of Babel. No one can talk to anyone else, which would cause complete havoc. People try to kill each other. Complete world. And actually in, in this, I think it was like Aquaman and um, some of his folks are actually at the UN. Because I guess like there's going to be like a, a border dispute between two countries. Um, and they're trying to like stop it. With this whole thing going on, now the board dispute is going to happen because no one can understand anybody. Now they're going to attack and try to fucking kill each other. Mm-hmm. Um, by getting rid of the heroes, Batman being the first one because he knew Batman would try to warn all his people and tell them what to do. None of the Justice League could stop his freaking plot. Mm. So basically the story, I mean, obviously they do what they got to do. They go back up to like the Justice League space station where they can communicate with each other. Martian Manhunter got rid of enough of the Nine Knights to basically be able to be functional in the air, but still kind of burn. Um, they had to knock out Aquaman. Aquaman passed out, and Martian Manhunter went into his mind to make him think he's in a desert, but really he was like in like a um, a bath tank, basically, <laughs> hmm. um, getting healed up by water and whatnot. Um, and yeah, what Casey said before, like they took the ring off uh, Kyle, and they were like, "The power is in you all along. You can see, <laughs> it's buddy." So, it's so lame, but yeah. it's so comic book. <laughs> you, you just have to believe. Um, and they did like some type of weird surgery to one woman to take the nanite like out of her ear so she can actually um, be alive and see. And of course, they took the bullet out of like um, Flash's head. And uh, here's the fucked up part: Flash. They took the thing out of Flash's head. And he says the first thing he gets out, he goes, oh, God, it was complete hell. There were so many days where I just want to die. How long was I under for? And Martian Manhunter was like 23 minutes. Yeah. So in his head, he was probably doing that for like a year, yeah. for all we know, or a couple months. But it was only 23 goddamn minutes. Can you imagine that? Like going through a seizure for that many times? Like, holy God. So it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Batman gets out of like the situation he's in. He sneaks back into Ray Shuggles like 
Lair dressed up as one of his henchmen, uh, gets slapped by Ra's al Ghul. Oh, no, I guess slapped by Talia, sorry. Um, Talia wants to turn her back against her father because she can't, in her mind, this isn't honor, what what he is doing, mm. you know? Like, she just wants a world of peace for herself and for Bruce, which she loves, her beloved, you know? Um, and also, she wants that and, bad dick, am I right, boys? Yeah, yeah. she does. Swear to me. <laughs> Are you ready? Sw- We're going to do what's called the guano. Swear to it. <laughs> Terrible. They're going to do the mud skipper. Um, so basically, <laughs> so yeah, so she betrays uh, Ray, she tries to help the Justice League, gets shot in the leg by one of like, uh, uh, like Ra's al Ghul's like henchmen. He later gets slapped down by Raish, and he's like, you shot my daughter. And the henchman is like, no, she was giving away secrets. He's like, you shot my daughter. Like, I don't care what she was doing. You shot my daughter. So he literally feeds him to the fucking lions. Um, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Tries to feed him to the lions, but then Superman shows up with Batman. Um, saves and they the together feed him to the lions. <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, work together, and, like, at this point, like, Superman is kind of like weary about Batman because he kind of knows like Batman did all this stuff. Batman knew all these weaknesses and rest of Justice League is the same way. They're like, Batman's the reason why we got in this predicament. How, what kind of asshole fights alongside us and has these precautionary measures? What kind of person like says he's our friend and knows all our weaknesses? Greg. Um, <laughs> oh, it's me. Yeah. yeah. Greg. So Catalog. great detail. Dave's is his hair. <laughs> Nair. Actually, you're no, you're wrong. So you cut my hair, it turns me, goes me, puts me in a blind rage. Yeah, then that's your weakness. You can't, you no. can't think properly if you're in a blind rage. It's no, no. Shut up, Greg. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so basically, yeah. So, where was I going with this? So, they don't trust Batman, but they still have to work together with Batman to defeat Rage. Uh, um. Superman goes nuts, uses like uses like his laser vision to blow up the entire facility, so now everyone can communicate now. Um, they use Martian Manhunters like mental telepathy to like speak to each other, so even though they can't talk, they can at least think and communicate that way. Um, Race gets away. There's a virus that's about to be unleashed to do like the last third part of his plan. The virus is stopped. Now they're at the Justice League Tower. They're all talking about like if Batman should still be part of the Justice League. This is the best um, part because the league is divided, like hard, like three and three. I think three it is. And, like so they're just like we take a vote, which is yeah. which is interesting, right? Because like literally, Batman sat in his cave for who knows how long and just thought of ways to take down each of the members of his team in the most horrific way possible, and half of them were like. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, like they, they think, like I think, like even like Green Lantern thought of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Kyle Rayner, he was like, you know, it makes sense. Like if someone takes us over, because they bring over like a battle they had like not too long ago, pretty much. Yeah. Um, just like if someone takes us over, we have to be able to get defeated. We need to be accountable. Um, so he votes to keep him in. Plastic Man votes to keep him out because he got broken like a T1000. That fucked up his head. That really traumatized him, yeah. Yeah. Martian Manhunter decided to keep him because Martian Manhunter was doing kind of the same thing. He was categorizing who they were. Um, But he didn't go to the extent that Batman did, but he understands why he did it. Um, Fuck, who else said yes? Uh, Did Flash say yes? No. I don't remember. Because I know Wonder Woman said said no. It was was Flash, Green Lantern, and Martian Manhunter 
or right. four. It's saying, interesting that it's the two then, youngest members of it, right? Like the two newbies, Kyle and yeah. Wally. Yeah. Interesting. And like Aquaman. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Aquaman, Plastic Man, Rubber Man, as I have to call them. And Wonder Woman were like, no, he can't be here. Because Wonder Woman was like, said it. She's like, how can I fight next to someone who wants to kill me? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's like no Plastic Man's surprising because the only reason why Plastic Man is in the league is because Batman brought him in. Vouched yeah, for him. he vouched for him. Mm-hmm. And actually, it turns out much later in comics that Plastic Man's one of the more powerful members of the team. Hmm. Um, really? Yeah, he actually oh, he yeah. gets sent way into the past and he like the like Cretaceous period or something like that. And he survived. He doesn't age. He's that form forever. Oh. So he survives all the way back up to the present. Holy shit. And he meets shit. back up with him. It's fucking crazy. There's also another time he gets frozen at the bottom of the yeah. ocean. Uh, it's awesome. And they they have to. It's the same kind of thing. They got to put him together yeah. again. And then uh, he, I think he's resilient to psychic attacks too. Just the way his metabol or not metabolism, his uh, this is what he's made up out of. Yeah. Like if he wasn't such a Jim Carrey, he'd just be like super badass. <laughs> yeah. What I love about that though is like in the in what Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Batman just looks at everybody like they're waiting for a vote. You know what I mean? He's like, if you guys can't see the potential in an out of control Justice League, I don't need to wait for a vote. I know where I'm going. Yeah. And in oh. Doom, it was different. In Doom, it was uh, Vandal Savage. Right, right. Who was like the guy who was right. like doing everything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like in all honesty, you can replace yeah. one for the other pretty consistently and get pretty much the yeah. same result. With those two, yeah. Especially. One just doesn't um, actually know they both have sexy daughters. Never mind. Oh yeah. yeah. Although I do Ooh. like what How could we forget? <laughs> I do like what Vandal Savage did with Wonder Woman a bit better. It was the same exact plot, same exact idea. Yeah. Except Wonder Woman was conscious, which even causes more damage. Yeah. So rather than her being like passed out and doing stuff, now she's like fighting in the real world, right. fighting anyone who's trying to help her, which was even like I think was a little bit better, um, in my opinion. It, it's like, it's less little... controlling though. Like it maybe that's the difference between Vandal and Raish is Race just wants her out. He doesn't want her out of control. True. Yeah, yeah to him true. they're a nuisance. Yeah. To Vandal, it's a yeah. challenge. Yeah, that's true. Um, although in the com in the run I read Tower of Babel, Batman just leaves. Like the vote comes back to Superman yeah. and when they go to go like talk when Superman goes in there, he's just already gone. He just Batman his way out of there. Yeah, because hmm. um, yeah, he already knows how they're gonna vote. Yeah. Whereas in Doom, like that kind like what Jason was saying, that whole like dialogue happens. But I think what Batman says is more badass than Doom, where it's sure, like yeah. Superman goes, "Well, you know all our weaknesses. Like, what can defeat us? What's your, what do we have to defeat you?" And he's like, "That's what the Justice League is for." It's yeah. like that's the yeah. most <laughs> baller thing. Well, I don't. He could say it's the, like the real theory is that Robin is the countermeasure to him. Really? Yeah, that that's How a so? theory that's in the comic books. Is he trains his the only beings that can take him out? Hmm. I mean, who, who better to defeat Batman than someone directly yeah. raised by yeah. Batman? Jeez, that's really good. Yeah. yeah, so so Dick Grayson is your anti-Batman. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't Batgirl or Batwoman be like kind of anti-Batman also? Well, Batwoman, not necessarily, oh, yeah. but Batgirl for sure. Because Batwoman wasn't trained yeah. by a Batman. Batwoman oh, really? just kind of happens. and She's a fan. She's a fan, and she dons um, the whole Bat persona kind of against Bruce's wishes at first. And then he kind of just like sees the value and, and she doesn't really like if you want to talk about like crime turf she kind of does she's in gotham but she goes after more mystical stuff 
Okay. So I guess he's just kind of like, all right, you do, you do you, and then just stay out of my way. Um, but yeah, but yeah, for sure, Batgirl, absolutely. That's cool though. Like that's his countermeasure. He just trains like a ward, and he's like, "You will defeat me." That's like some Sith Lord shit. Yeah. Like you will, yeah, you will dude. defeat me. Yeah, there can be only two. Yeah. I need to die. <laughs> which finally brings us to what Casey read, which was in 2011, so not too long ago. Yeah. I had the garbage fire I of this entire I fucking hate show. what Casey read. It is... I, <laughs> oh, boy. Please tell us, Casey. It's so bad. Uh, so, in 2011, to Greg and my severe dismay, <laughs> they killed the DC universe we knew and love. Okay. In a, in a way that was fundamentally different than the other times that they've retconned history and fixed things, you know? It's not like Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's not like Infinite Crisis, you know? It's not like zero hour where they were just fixing timeline no. stuff this was a cut and dry i would say clean reboot but it was a lot no it was horrible than... so essentially dc wanted to incorporate wildstorm into their own universe and couldn't think of a good way to do so so we got this <laughs> that's not that's it. totally it they they closed they down they closed down wildstorm Storm. and they wanted to keep the authority and they wanted to keep Constantine and they wanted to keep them but they didn't want to lose the rights so they just wrapped them all up into new 52 all right and it's garbage i would say the jury is still out on that opinion but he's technically not wrong <laughs> it's garbage uh. i hate new 52 that being said the creative team on this issue is friggin gangbusters it's written by jeff yep. johns who is DC's big yep. boy, uh, and drawn by Jim mm-hmm. Lee, the 90s wet dream of every comic book fan Early ever. 2000s. With Batman? Well, Hush. he did X-Men in yeah, you're right, you're too. Yeah, right, right. But, yeah. Um, so it's, it's the formation of a league, but this is also the setup for their new DC universe proper. When they did Rebirth, uh, like, two years ago, they did like a one shot introduction to everything, but this one they used Justice League as the lead in. Hmm. So Batman's on the run from the police because he's still like in urban vigilante and he's not. The other heroes think he's still like an urban legend too. Okay. <laughs> like he's like a myth. <laughs> so Green Lan- he bumps into Green Lantern first and Green Lantern's like, I didn't even, I didn't think you were real. <laughs> and he's like, I'm, oh, I'm very real. And now we have to fight the police. So they fight the police. Um, and it's, it's not great because there's some kind of wacky alien invasion going on. Oh, what? And yeah, now there's an alien invasion. See, they step up their game right away. (laughs) Uh, it turns out they're to longtime fans. You'll recognize them as parademons because they're carrying around these little pinging boxes called mother boxes, Mm. which are featured quite heavily in the movie. If if what I've been reading is to be believed, but you know, who's to say? Uh, (laughs) so Batman and Green Lantern, basically the world's greatest detective and earth's dumbest space cop are, (laughs) I put put their heads. I love how Hal in new 52, like there's not a lot, not a lot that I like about new 52, but I like how he's just the everyman with a space ring. Yeah. He's, he's a dork. I love it. there, there, I'll get to a really great scene in this r- about him, but uh, 
So basically, they're they're teaming up to try and investigate. They have a functional mother box still intact that Batman managed to recover from fighting a parademon. Then we we jump ahead a little bit. We get to see Vic Stone, Ace Metropolis football, the po- most football useless star. being in all of DC Comics. Cyborg, yep. I hate him. Man, I can't. You're so against. This I hate character. him. I, he's just Booyah! stupid. But Booyah. Yeah, he wasn't even good in the Teen Titans cartoons. Ooh. Terrible. Anyways, sorry, continue. So so basically, Hal, being a space cop who should have by now interacted with all kinds of different aliens, uh, and Batman figure, well, who's the only alien we know? Well, how about that guy in Metropolis? So they go to confront Superman thinking he's somewhat related to this, and immediately they're... They're trying to badass up New 52 Superman, so they make him, like, this cocky dickhole. <laughs> so the first thing he does is just clobber the shit out of Hal Jordan. Assholes. Yeah. It's... there. You can already tell that this is kind of going off the rails, especially when every panel that Superman's in, his eyes are the heat vision red. So he doesn't even look remotely friendly. Yeah. Like he looks like a like a mean alien guy for a while. So so after he clobbers Hal Jordan, who he describes as anybody get the number on that train? It was wearing a cape. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> and tackling Batman into a chimney. Uh they're like, Well, look, we're on the same side here, but Superman's not having it, so we better call in some reinforcements. So Hal calls in the flash who immediately dances circles around Superman until he gets finger-flicked in the face and sent flying through a wall. Love it. So Superman's still the top dog here. Now you've got your assemblage of four, while Cyborg continues to have non-Cyborg adventures trying to see what his dad is up to at Star Labs and why he didn't show up for his football game. This is half the story, by the way. I hate him so much. (laughs) Really dragging it down a little bit. And then all the mother boxes all over Earth start like exploding and into you know boom tubes where hundreds of these parademons start flying in, and good old Victor Stone gets hit with a crazy laser blast that starts melting his entire body. Mm-hmm. So his dad injects him with these kind of like prototype nanites that themselves I believe are based on apocalypse technology, yeah. just like what we saw in BBS. <laughs> This this book I would say is probably the closest you would get to, to the, yeah. film film Batman vs Superman, which is why we picked yeah. it. And it takes until issue three for us to get new Wonder Woman, who's painfully naive, swinging a sword, and like Hercules, is leaping into battle looking for a fight, which is very not Wonder yeah. Woman. I mean, it's a Wonder Woman I kind of like because in her own book at the time she was Kratos. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Covered in blood, hunting down other gods. <laughs> in this, she's kind of like, yeah, we're fighting. And when Aquaman shows up, she's like, hey, Aquaman, what's up? You ready for a fight? It's like, this is this is bad. Yeah. The dialogue is, I don't want to say like Bendis level of their quipping with each other. The Justice League has never struck me as a quippy team until it was Justice League International. Yeah. Well, sure, that's just Because Greg and my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Because there, it's like they were not only the world's greatest superheroes, but they were also friends who were living together. Sure. It was like if your roommates all became heroes. Yeah. So stuff really starts to hit the fan. Superman starts swinging around a truck in front of these parademons, and he has this 
so not Superman line of, that's it, smile for me, <laughs> while he hits him with a bus. <laughs> like, none of this sounds sounds no. great. But what what buried this for me was all the super-powered heroes that aren't Hal Jordan and Batman are off fighting the Parademons. Batman turns around and is like, you know what, Hal? You seem like a pretty alright guy. I think we have a lot in common. Unmasks in the middle of the street. I, this is like the most un-Batman <laughs> thing to have ever it's happened so, in the history of Batman. So terrible. He takes off his mask in broad daylight in the middle of the street in a busy city. In the middle of the street. And Our house. Yeah, in the <laughs> middle of the so, street. So like his whole thing is, right? Like he's like parademons will only fight him if he's Batman. But if he takes off his mask okay. and puts on a blanket, he's just a dude in a blanket. So the parademons will he's steal just, him. And the parademons end up taking Wayne, him into two apocalypse orphan. where he can then fight Darkseid. Uh-huh. Which is a stupid idea anyways because he's a fucking dude with gadgets. Yeah. He's a gadget. He's rich. Man. That's a super Superman. <laughs> Superman has difficulty fighting Darkseid. Never mind just like a pretty yeah. boy with money. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 like also over I'm I'm obviously facetious no, about you're, Batman, but you're 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 on the money. There's also a really there's also this like sort of Star Lord scene because when he unmasks in front of Green Lantern, he goes, My name is Bruce Wayne. And Hal Jordan's like, Who the Ooh. hell's Bruce Wayne? <laughs> Which really doesn't make sense because that would be like us not knowing who Bill Gates yeah. is. Who's right. Bill Gates? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 He's the guy what makes the computers you enjoy using. Oh man. Aww. Or the other guy for your direct competition. <laughs> um you so like the New 52 I have this like love hate. I mostly hate. But there's a lot there are some good things that come out of it. The Animal Man story arcs were really good. Um the Swamp Thing was really cool. Batwoman really came in like started to really become good before that but really became her own character during New 52, right? Um so many of these cool like D-listers, but they they totally screwed screwed my boy Booster Gold on this one. They were like building oh, yeah. up to this ultimate like they're gonna reveal that you had Booster Classic who survived. Yeah, like I I I suffered at multiverse. that point. I couldn't I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, but I was I was up to I was up on my Booster Gold comics at that point. And Rip Hunter is his kid, and they're gonna reveal who Rip Hunter's mom was, and then they rebooted Ooh. the whole goddamn storyline. Oh. We were so close. And it was just like, I was like, fuck you guys. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I To this day, I Googled it like a month ago, and they still haven't said who it is. It's a real shame. It's just like, fuck you guys. I hate you, DC. Um, so, to, so to wrap this up real quick, they all herald in the arrival of Darkseid, who's strong enough to fight the entire Justice League by mm-hmm. himself. Uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, both in an effort to make them more badass than they need to be, stab him literally in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then they try to push him back through a boom tube. And everything's banking on Cyborg, who's apparently a member of the Justice League right now because he happened to show up at the I right hate time. hate him so much. Was he still wearing so, his football jersey? So, yeah. Put me in, coach. No. Let's give you a chance. I'd, I'd rather they just put chance. in Rudy instead of Cyborg, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I was just going to say he's the Rudy of the Justice League. <laughs> he's going to get no, one so... punch on somebody, and that's it, and everybody's going to be so fucking excited for him for years <laughs> yeah. and years. That movie sucks. 
So, so Cyborg single-handedly saves the day, yeah. pretty much. He He's the one who sends them all back. Otherwise, they, the rest of the Justice League was just holding them off. So then the public kind of comes around, and they're like, oh, we don't hate metahumans anymore because they've saved our lives. Like, like but together and not individually, like they have been doing. And they announce their name, where the Super Seven... <laughs> And then in publication, it later gets changed to the Justice League. But it's just a weird, like, why even make it a yeah. joke? Why not just have them call themselves the Justice League from yeah. the beginning? And that's the story. That's how it wraps up. And then we got about three more years of terrible DC Holy. Comics. And uh, and then all was right again. Convergence? The latest stuff in yeah. Rebirth. Rebirth and Convergence. Now, for those of us who don't know, i.e. me, even though you told me a billion times, yeah. Greg, why is it called the new 52? Because uh, Jeff Johns is obsessed with the number 52. Um, there was a weekly... So there's 52 weeks in a year, right? What? Okay. So, yeah. Surprise. Spoilers. That's the, that's the sh- Oh, spoilers. 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 spoilers for your Gregorian calendar. 52 calendar. weeks in a year. Um, during the really, in my opinion, well-written um, 52 story arc, they released a comic every week, and it alternated... Um, focus based on the week. So you followed Booster Gold, Ralph Dibney. Um, who else did you follow? Casey, I forget. Those uh, uh, Wonder Girl know, and like. I've only reread that. I, just the Booster Gold. I, I have not reread that recently. But you follow like all these different story arcs, and like Booster Gold is kind of dealing with this new cat in town named Supernova. Who? Oh, the question. Oh, the question. It had yep. a lot of Renee oh, Montoya. The, yeah, he's got no face. Oh, I love the question. Can't believe I forgot yeah. about him. So you got like Booster Gold trying to figure out this whole Supernova thing. You have the question figuring out kind of what's going on in general, and you know, there's a weird super. Uh, Superboy cult thing going on. You got Cassie, who's Wonder Girl, trying to figure out what's going on, like how to bring her boyfriend. You've got back. Animal Man, Starfire, and Adam Strange teaming oh, up in space. About that too, yeah. You've got Lex Luthor starting his own league of superheroes. Yeah. Huh. Like some really uh, cool stuff. Black Adam is now the ruler of his own country. Like, it's just like it's whole year of just awesome comics that like it. it it's just good story with your B and C list guys who never. They never really get to headlines. And like stuff. what's what's really cool, it's so well written that like one week you're like, oh, I can't remember what happen, happens what next what happens next week, right? And then you like, oh, it's it's fucking Adam Strange. I don't care. And then at the end of that issue, you're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen to Adam Strange next week? And then you're back to like um fucking Black Adam, and you're like, oh god, I don't know. And you're just like, it's it was just really cool. It was super dug it, had a really good storytelling, but that series was called fifty two. And ever since okay. Jeff Johns became like the the edit editor in chief over at DC, whatever his title is, everything is fifty two. If you watch the Flash and the chalkboard in the background, the number fifty two. If you watch Supergirl, there's a headline with a number fifty two in it. It's just peppered huh. everywhere. You think this is like a number twenty? I was going to say you, you feel like Jim Carrey out? in the number twenty three because you see it everywhere in DC now. So riddle me this, would, riddle oh. me that. <laughs> so basically, there's afraid there a, a com- of the big black bat. Oh, <laughs> so based on a comic series called Fifty Two, yep. where basically it did all the BC and B listers, yep. but New Fifty Two was just so New Fifty Two. They mm. rebooted everything, and they call it New Fifty Two. Yeah. I'm sure because Jeff John is like, I had a great idea once. Fifty Two happened. I'm just gonna try <laughs> to capitalize on that again. So every <laughs> week they rebooted each title. 
Now, my problem okay. with the new 52 isn't the reboot, although that is kind of a bummer. They couldn't, they didn't sack up for it. It was like a half reboot. So you had these titles where it shows Superman's first year, Batman's first year, and all the stuff where they're kind of running around. But in that same month, you'll pick up a comic where Superman's well-established and has been around for a while and he's running around and he's younger. It just doesn't make sense. It's like if you want to reboot it, reboot it all the way. Delete yeah. everything. Like Red Hood, they had a, a a month after New 52, they had Red Hood and the Outlaws. Red Hood, if it's a fresh reboot, should not exist yet. Dick Grayson shouldn't right, right. be Robin yet. So, mm-hmm. it, so he, he shouldn't even exist like anywhere Right, near. right. So it's just like... My problem is they didn't sack up and do it. They they tried to play it safe, and it obviously didn't pan out because they're trying to fix it now. So, well, they did. Fix I, they're it. still trying to fix it, in my opinion. But that's neither here nor there. Greg never I'm satisfied. New Fifty Two. They had me. Not until Booster Gold gets his they own. They had again. me until they did New Fifty Two. Like I was buying, I was spending thirty to forty bucks probably a week on comics. Just Jesus DC. It was majority majority DC. It wasn't just because I was doing some indie stuff at that point too, and some Marvel. And then New Fifty Two happened, and I was just like, "Fuck it, I don't care anymore." <laughs> not only am I going to get DC comics, I'm not. I'm not getting any. That's it. You broke me. Yeah. You did it. Thanks. That's all. You've succeeded where years of reading terrible comics have failed, DC. This you is the most I've seen up. Greg animated oh, in so fucking I, long. I, I can tell he's in pain. I hate it. Look, I'm I'm not a big DC guy anymore because of it's New horrible. 52. It's just not Oh, my good. God. Not good at all. Uh, speaking from the chat, so, so, Booster Gold is new sidekick, Cyborg. You, You're fired. Oh, can you imagine? Jeez. Um, oh. That would be so... Painful for me. Oh my! Actually, God. no. I just want to buy it because I don't get comics. I don't buy comics anymore. There we go. That's done. Um, speaking of things that are done, it's time for the secret question. So tonight we talked about Justice League comic book club. We all we went through pretty much the past what twenty years or so. Um, Oh god! And talked about different team ups, Elseworld stories, uh, badass moments, things that we hated, things that we loved. It was just an all around good time. Now we're do- obviously doing this to gear up for the Justice League movie, which is out right now. Right yeah. now, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, gentlemen, my question tonight is: I don't even know what my question is tonight. I'm just so angry. I'm so what? angry. New Fifty Two still. You brought up New Fifty Two, and now all I you can ruined see it for me. is so th- this movie is going to be probably not good. If understatement of the year. If Jeff Johns and DC came up to you and only let you change one thing, bless you, James Mac, one thing about the new movie to make it better. What would you change? Ooh. Yeah. Um, if you say anything about Full Metal Alchemist, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to teabag you from across the internet. I swear to God, Jason. God, you only make, you know, it was only like a half dozen or two dozen times I made that joke. So, come on, guys. I don't trust you anymore. I really don't. I've been hurt too many times, Jason. Put Mace Hughes in you. it from this anime called Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Here comes the sack. No, so here, 
yeah, speaking of, you know, Sack Snyder. Ah. Keep him him away from the set. Uh Keep him away from the fucking set. Don't let him go near anything that has to do with DC. Well, I I think that's what they're doing. I think that's their plan. Because Joss Whedon's been taking Yeah, but I don't know. He's still, he he put on a fucking disguise last time and showed up and, you know, danced all over the back end of Wonder Woman. So not the, her back end. Well, I would. But, um. (laughs) Of that movie, you know, it was just, I don't know, just keep Zack Snyder away. Just ban him. Nice. Uh, Dave just moved more than Casey. Dave, you're next. Ha. Huh. I've perfected my stone I would face. scrap it and just do a Batman movie. Question. Okay. Like, honestly, because this doesn't need to be, it's, it feels like Justice League has been forced. Yeah, yeah it's been I mean? rushed. It should be like Batman trying to put together. I mean, that's what essentially is. It's Batman putting down a Justice League. So it should be like Bats as Batman, a Batman mm-hmm. movie trying to do something with the Justice League and the next movie be Justice League. Yeah. What, I, what I think is super interesting is when, and I, I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone on this. When I first heard that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, I was like, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. But in Batman vs. Superman, he was like one of the best parts of the movie. Just his Batman was, was just oh, yeah. very well done. His the Batman whole, is what we've Arkham needed. The whole fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. He was the only scary Batman that we've seen on film. Yes, that first absolutely. Ben, that first scene with him was terrifying with the cops. Yeah, and he's like he's just squished in the corner, and he's just like he's just like on yeah. the wall like a spider, just like on. Like there. He's moving like not a person should be able to move. I could have yeah. done it better. <clears throat> I mean, yes, that's why we want James Mack for Batman and the, and Justice League too. But that's neither here or nor there. Or at least for the CW. For I don't CW, care. Batman. Dude, they're starting to mention Bruce Wayne way more in Arrow. Yeah, I know. Fuck. So I, I got to get in the shape like Fuck. soon. <laughs> they're just like, Bruce Wayne. I'm like, they can't say that, can they? Yeah. Anybody could Photoshop Bruce Wayne's head on my butt. There you go. <laughs> TV's Casey. <laughs> TV's, TV's Casey. Casey. Now, does the roster count as one change? Sure. Or is it... A single sure, character as a change. I mean, Dave's All changing right. the whole movie to a Batman movie, so I think we can change the yeah, roster. I, I, here's here's my thing. You drop Cyborg, you put in my boy Martian Manhunter, yes. and John Stewart Green Lantern. Yes. I like that. I'm, I'm for that. Farshan Just Manhunter. Just use the, use the unlimited lineup, yeah. man. There's or, or the regular Justice League lineup. There's nothing wrong with it. Plus yeah. Aquaman. Wait, who would I be missing then? Hawkgirl. There you go. Um, all right, I'm okay. Throw her in there. We have eight instead of seven. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, you do eight. Not? Yeah, just take the uh, take the entire. You copy the exact roster of of the animated cartoon, which is probably the most well in, known incarnation mm-hmm. of the mm. league. I don't think that's too much of a stretch to no. say, right? I'm for that. If not them, super friends, but always some animated context. Yeah. And there you go. Don't do a dark side story as your first story. Oh my god. Yeah, That's... he's way too I mean he's come on. I mean how he's many a Superman movies bad guy. Dude, how many Marvel movies have we seen to finally build up to Thanos? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we saw like, we saw inklings of him, so we know he exists. He's not gonna show up like out of nowhere, which is awesome. Right. So it's yeah. like they should have done the same thing with well, Dark Side. Well to be like, fair, Dark Side is not in the bad guy in this movie. He's no, not Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. He might as well yeah, be Stephen yeah. Wolf. Yeah, the man by the. And you know what they say about I Steppenwolf, would also make... right? He's just born to be what? wild. Mm. Ah. Ah. I did it. I I would also I make Amazo the bad guy. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Amazo. Yeah. 
Because again, just the perfect thing. You, if you want to have one guy they can all fight against, why not have it be a guy that adapts and improves on all their yeah. powers? Who's Ooh. the uh, Who's the doctor that creates him? Uh, yeah, Doctor Ivo. Yeah, Professor, Professor Ivo. Ivo. Uh, from the chat before I we go into what I would do. Yeah, uh, Victor. We're gonna. Uh, we have Momoa as Lobo. Fuck yeah. I completely. It seems like that. that's not just that what they wanted to begin great. with. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not that I, I, I like, I like him a lot. I just don't feel like he, his portrayal of Aquaman is that no, great. No, it's not Aquaman. It's know? Lobo. Like the whole mom yeah. man yeah. stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I like him. I, I, I only mostly because like we kind of look alike. And I hope he would play me in the back of funky mm-hmm. movie. Um, but his portrayal of Aquaman is Lobo. Yeah, it's just Lobo, which I completely. Agree he's with. just spelling his name wrong. Yeah, yeah, he's putting too many letters in there. I'm pronouncing in the wrong it wrong. That, that's all. And Greg, you're... you're hold on, hold on. Really... We have some more from the chat. Jeez, trying to rush the subject. No, I'm just saying, for the back Eddie Funky, your character would be... Nathan Fielding would play oh, you. Okay. okay, I'm for that. Or the guy from Psych. I'd be okay with that, too. Jake Casey would have to be John Oliver. John Oliver Casey. Oh, John Oliver. Yes. Um, Obviously, Seth Rogen for Jason. So. Yeah, yes, Seth Rogen is Jason. <laughs> It's a move. So we also have from the chat. The rest of the characters should be more, uh, should be a bit more detailed in their journey and joining the league. I agree. I yeah. absolutely agree. Um, Water Lobo. Water Lobo. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm sure, I thought I said something else there, but I guess not. Um, so what I would do is I would leave this movie kind of the same and then I would make a booster gold movie that happens directly after it where he goes back in time and changes one thing that makes all of this DC extended universe irrelevant and they can reboot it properly yeah. and they can uh, take their time. And booster gold puts a nail in front of <laughs> yeah. the That's all it is. That's what he's got to do. Um, I always had this like this dream that remember the Lilo and Stitch commercials? Before Lilo and Stitch was there. Yeah. And they didn't tell you what it was about, but it was just Stitch going through the Disney universe and fucking everything up. Messing with That's everything. what I envisioned the Booster Gold movie to be. Is he just pops through time. Like, he pops in and it's um the the three of them fighting Doomsday. And he's like, whoop, nope, this is, I'm way, way too early for this one. And like, trips <laughs> Wonder Woman by accident and then pops back in time. And that causes them to lose the fight. And now we have a world of just Doomsday. Or something stupid like that. Just a family of doomsdays walking yeah. in the street. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Mrs. Doomsday. <laughs> two two rich doomsdays walking out of the mark of doomsday as they're killed in an alley by Joe Doomsday <laughs> and their <laughs> son, doomsday. eight years old, Bruce Doomsday. <laughs> Just like stupid things. And he, he goes back and tries to fix it and he comes back. and it, Like that uh, episode of The Simpsons where he just makes things worse and worse and worse. He... He tries oh, to not step on anything. He has the time toaster. Yeah. The entire series arc of the Flash. Yeah, that too. Um, you could call it boost, boost point. point. Boost point. <laughs> boost point. They they just like I think the moral of the story is that I mean this has been getting decent reviews is what I've been hearing, but like it could have been great reviews, and they just rushed yeah. the whole the whole damn thing. Yeah. Look, as long as it's a step story. in the right direction, I'm I'm more than happy to give them my t- ten to fifteen dollars, depending on what movie theater yeah. I go to. Yeah. I mean, isn't this also like not considered canon now, though? Like, well, so apparently, the, and I think we talked about this um, on a different week, but the DC extended universe isn't actually a an official thing. 
Right. Um, DC has never actually said this is all one universe, although that they've been using the same actors and actresses throughout the different movies. It's just reporters and fans have been speculating about it. So they could technically, it would be stupid, but they could just be like, no, this is all different things. We just use the same actors because we had them on contract. And then just like actually right. reboot it if they wanted to. Although they were, I think they're trying to get the Flash movie to be the reboot because it's supposed to be called Flashpoint. Which is way too fucking early for Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. Ha- have, a, have a Flash movie first. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Flash, po- the Flash movie has gone through two or three different directors. And to give you an idea, too, the DC CW universe is having a Crisis on Earth X story arc. So they're starting to tap really? into more multiverse stuff. I don't think they're going to reboot because they kind of got things going on. And they already did a, a partial reboot after Flashpoint. And they mm-hmm. didn't change too much. They're also going through a, a crisis with the the sexual assault allegations for Crisis. I mean, who isn't, though? Yeah. I, th- I think like one person isn't going through that. Well, this this DC TV producers, yeah. at as of the latest count that I read, has something like dude. 19. Even IGN oh is God. having that shit going on. The, the, yeah, they really? released a statement. So this is hilarious. They released a statement on Twitter that was supposed to be very heartfelt, but you can tell someone just wrote the statement in the Notes app on their iPhone and took a screenshot and posted it on Twitter. And it's just like, come on, man. How am I supposed to take that seriously? It's literally Sounds everywhere like now, which kind of makes you realize how big of a shithead some people can be, which is fucking stupid. But what are you going to do? I'm just I'm just going to treat people though? like people unless they punch me in the face. And then I'm going to treat them like cyborg. The worst. Greg, I, I just hope of all the times I followed you, finaled you back in college and we we're together. Yeah. It was consensual. Yeah. I just I'm not complaining it. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's, you too, yeah. Casey. Yeah, listen, it's always a consensual Jason's like, me the fuck out of here. With you. <laughs> and with that, that is all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 123. My God, my dad's going to hear that. That's funny. Oh. That's great. And my brother. That's great. Uh, this has been Just Sleek Comic Book Club. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We had a really good following. Uh, thanks. Uh, Boulevard Gaming. We got Soul Ghetto Guy up in here. We even had um, Kev. Ruby UK. Ruby UK yeah. showing up. Hey, Kev. Good to see you, as always. Um, remember, uh, next week here in the States is Thanksgiving, so we will not have a podcast up, even though I got this last one up really late. Sorry. Um, we will come back the following week with Justice League. Uh, the movie and our thoughts and impressions and kind of all that stuff. Uh, everyone, if you're here in the States, I want you to be with your family, have a good time. Um, remember, tell them about the awesome podcast that you found called Bad County Funky and give them us a rating on Yarr. iTunes, Google Play. So, see, I don't usually have to do this because Serge just does this all in the beginning now, but now I have to remember the whole thing. <laughs> iTunes. We do this. We're here. Apple. We're here for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Podcast Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, <laughs> uh, here at twitch.tv slash funky each and every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we are going to be here on Monday for the Stream Up Team Up. TV's Casey and myself are going to be playing the DC Universe MMO, where we'll be making ourselves We'll be making ourselves as superheroes. As superheroes. Oh, damn. So it's going to be a fucking great time. Uh, 
Oh, you're doing that on a PC, on PC. Aren't you? I'm going to look and see if PlayStation hooks into that. I don't know if it's cross I got locked out of that game for years because I put in the wrong year for my birthday. And they're like, you are too young for this. I'm like, I'm 27. <laughs> and They're like, yeah, you're too young. Like, I got to see if I could still get in. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Dude, if we can if we can assemble like most most if not all of the podcasts for this. I mean, what did wait, how did you mess that up? Did you scroll to the wrong decade? Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Were you 7 or 17? Yeah, I don't know. It was hysterical though because I was like, well shit, and it wouldn't let me change it. It was just like, no, you already tried once. Like, That's child, it. you don't get another shot shot at this. <laughs> Get out of here, child. Yeah. This game is not for you. Yeah. Everyone, we will see you next time, or we will see you another time. Or never. We'll see you never. That's not a thing. It's a thing. <laughs>